Hello and welcome to the Energised Monday Night Football Podcast, the show that talks of all things football while we are in lockdown. We hope you enjoy this week's episode. Uh, welcome back to the Energised Monday Night Football Podcast. I'm with Matt and Nick and this week we are going to be looking at five-a-side football, specifically who are the best five players in Europe that we would have in a five-a-side pitch if we were on the Birchwood Mugger and we wanted to take everybody on. We're also going to be looking at our favourite five-a-side moments. Matt and Nick, how are you feeling about this week? Yeah, doing well. Um... Yeah, I think um, I'm excited about what, what we're going to talk about today. Um, the the five-a-side European eleven is... Um, Euro- European five. European, uh, the five, yeah. Okay, so, the five-a-side eleven, brilliant. The five-a-side European five. We have put some rules in place, though. So we have, um, yeah, we've benched Messi and Ronaldo because um, we all just picked them. So let's put them aside, put them, put, put them out of the picture. We're also saying that you can only have one player from each European club. So, for example, most of us straight away said we'd probably pick Alisson and Van Dijk. That's not okay. You can only have one Liverpool player. Um, there may be other player, teams that have got two good players for our side, but we all said we all mentioned Alisson and Van Dijk, um, so we've said no to that. Um, so it's one player from any team. Uh, we've got to do one goalkeeper, one defender, two midfielders and a striker. They're the rules. Um, might not be our top five because also we've said we can't, we've all got different players as well. So we, we shotgun certain players. So some of us may, maybe wanted one player we couldn't get. Um, but should we start with, uh, should we go around and start with goalkeepers? Yeah. Right, so um, Nick, who's your keeper? Okay, I'm going to kick us off with Manuel Neuer. Um, Bayern Munich. Does he still play? I think so. He's like forty-seven, isn't he? Yeah, but he is unreal. Um, yeah, he's just—he's just amazing. Like, it's just absolutely amazing. I remember him in Champions League, watching him the last few years, just been absolutely phenomenal, unstoppable in goal. Um, Luke, who would you stick in the net? Um, I'd I'd go Edison in goal. Um, yeah, very very good goalkeeper over several years as well. It's so close between him and um, Alisson, I think, in the Premier League. Um, but, um, yeah, I've gone Edison. Wait, so you go for Edison, who's Brazilian, but can't get into the Brazilian squad because of Alisson, who is in the Brazilian squad and also in the Premier League? It's a good point, but I wanted to put another Liverpool player in the team. And if we we're only allowing one Liverpool player in the team, it was between having um, Alisson in goal, who I agree is better than Edison. But if I'm only allowed one Liverpool player then um, I'm going to save my Liverpool player squad for another position. Yeah, fair. Yeah, that, yeah that's fair that, enough. That's fair, yeah. And and to be fair, I shotgunned Alisson. So, um, yeah, he's without a doubt, he's the best shot shot stopper. Yeah. He's a big lad. He saves penalties as well. So, you know, he gets across in, in a five-a-side pitch. Um, all three very, very good goalkeepers. We can't really um, argue about it. Yeah. Uh, apart from, I'm pretty sure Neuer... Needs like a walking stick these days. I've just just checked. He's he's, th- he's actually only thirty four, which for a keeper means yeah. he's towards the end. But he's um well, he's not. He's just there getting yet. warmed up, and is it? Well, he's, he's a keeper. He's had over. He's had uh, two hundred and forty one appearances for Bayern Munich since two thousand eleven. Um, <sighs> so he's he's doing well. So there's you know yeah. only the best keepers stay at the top for that long, don't they? So yeah, true. Yeah, all three of them. I remember that World Cup where hashtag sweeper keeper was trending on Twitter. Like he was unreal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like, I know just... you know how we banned Messi and Ronaldo. Can we ban Unreal? <laughs> Unreal FC. 
Um, I was I was debating Willy Caballero as well, just because he's a kill, king what? at saving penalties. Willy Caballero, what to like to, to, to clear put, up afterwards or something? No, to put in to put in nets. But um, I obviously wanted another Chelsea player in the, in the team, so and a, and a good player maybe I suppose as well. Hey, hey, Willy Caballero is a great. He's not keeper. even Chelsea's number one, is he? No, but he's a great keeper. Well, he was nearly Chelsea's number one when, but they couldn't get Kepper off the pitch, could they? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, okay, defenders then. Um, Matt, kick us off with your first choice for a defender. I, uh, so I only only got one for a defender, so um, I can't pronounce his name. Um, I'm going mainly on his 2019 form, so the way he played at Ajax. Um, he's coming to Juve, still a young lad, learning, but he's still brilliant. Um, so I'm going for the the uh, Netherlands defender, Math Matthias Delict. I can't. I don't know how to say his name. Delict. Delict. De legit. De legit. De legit. He's he's quality. Isn't he he and is a legit defender. He, he is, and he's he's the heir to Van Dyke's throne. I think when um, he, I feel like, feel like Van Dyke will hold on to that as long as like our queen is holding on to it, like Prince Charles, like begging for it. Um, but he's um, yeah, he's brilliant. He's up and coming. He's strong. He's played at the top level. He's played you know European um, Champions League semi-finals. Um, but he's still young, so he's still got. A, you know, he's probably not yet at his best, and yet he's probably in the top five or six defenders in in the world. Matt, would you say? Would you say it'd be fair to say that Mathis um, De Litt is like the Trent Alexander Arnold of centre backs? He's that like up and coming, loads of talent, loads of potential. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, he. I mean, I, I don't even think potential is the right word because I think both tr- Trent and yeah, both um, this guy, um, they're both. Quality, like I think he would w- pretty much walk in. Like if 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 you you they wanted to sell him, right? I think ev- and at a normal price, I think every top European team is saying yes, we'll have him. Mm. Every single team, including Liverpool, to, to partner Van Dijk. Um, even though I love Gomez, um, yeah, like yeah. he would. All right, Nick, who's your defender then? Um, I'm gonna go with PSG defender Thiago Silva. Um, Interesting choice. Just a beast. He's an absolute beast. Um, yeah, obviously great player. PSG are a fantastic team. Um, but for me, Thiago Silva's been one of those ones where you don't want to go up against him. If I think like, is that because he'll like bite you or punch you or something though? No, that's blooming Luis Suarez, mate. Well, yeah, agreed. <laughs> defender wise, he's he's quite a strong lad. Isn't he? Yeah, he's he's aggressive, and I like that in a defender. So, um, yeah, Thiago Silva gets a spot for me. Can I just ask though? Isn't like PSG's philosophy of football like will score more than you? Like it, like they don't defend. Like the whole point is that they'll win. Like they'll let ten goals in, but they'll score eleven because they've got like. The, the the strike force to do that uh, Cavani know. and 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 those guys Mbappe, yeah. yeah Mbappe and that and so yeah I feel like I feel like Paris Saint Germain's defensive record is pretty poor. Um, I think you're just shooting a comment out there with no no evidence to back it up. Well, I know you. I know Champions League last season that that the, the, the Liverpool versus PSG um, quarter final no maybe round of sixteen. Um, was a very high scoring round <laughs> and Liverpool went through by scoring a lot of goals um, and PSG let a lot let goals in as well. We think we, oh no, we played them in the group stage and we beat them like... There was that season, it was Man U, wasn't it? That like the Man U PSG game where Ferdinand yeah. afterwards was like, oh yeah, Man U are back. It was like, <laughs> that comment didn't age well. But, um, but yeah, PSG didn't defend brilliantly. Yeah. All right, strong player. Yeah, five side, bit of violence. Yeah. 
the problem is, is how many games is he going to last you before he gets a red card? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Could have picked Sergio Ramos and that would have been the in the same. first game. Yeah. So, um, so he can be your sub defender because yeah. they can keep swapping banned games with red cards. All right, Luke, who's your defender then? Not that we condone rough football at Energize, FYI. <laughs> go on then, Luke, who's your defender, mate? I've got to go Van Dyke. Um, he's my Liverpool player for this one, and um, I think he's the best centre back in the world. Um, absolutely phenomenal. In fact, I think he's the first centre back to be rated over 90 on FIFA as well. Not that we FIFA ratings are everything, but um, yeah, I just think he's unbelievable. And if you've got him in, he's just going to be an absolute beast to get past. Yeah, Edison will have an easy time. Yeah, no, totally, totally with you there. Um, All right, let's move to midfield. Uh, God, you, Luke, you start us off this time. Who's your midfielder? Um, well, he's an attacking midfielder slash striker, but I'm going for three attacking players around Van Dijk because I don't think you need a midfield when Van Dijk's there. Um, so I'm going Mbappe as an attacking midfielder. <laughs> I don't know how how Mbappe. you feel about that. Yeah, he's um, not get, he's not tracking back, is he? <laughs> no, but he doesn't need to. You've got Van Dijk in defence. You don't need to track back when you've got Van Dijk in your defence. Mm. I don't agree. well okay yeah no I I know where you're coming from on a five side pitch yeah all right um Nick who's your first it's a five side game so I think you need one defensive player and three attacking ones yeah all right uh I'm gonna go for a defensive midfielder in Ingolo Kante so he's just someone who's gonna mop up the the loose bits and pieces um in between the defense and the and the attack so um. Yeah, just a great player on the ball, really close control. He can dribble with it as well. Um, and um, yeah, I, I love um, his his favourite goal for Chelsea is the triple nutmeg goal that he scored, um, where he nutmegged three players and then it went in the net. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, and Golo Kante gets the spot, Matt. Yeah, um, see, I, I, you know what, I've got a... And I don't think you'll actually disagree with me on this. I think you might make a joke out of it. But this, so this isn't my pick because I can't have another Liverpool player because I've got Alisson. But on a five-a-side pitch, you want a player that can play non-stop Do in defence, midfield. No, I'm not. Well, Henderson's great, but that's not what I'm saying. Defender, midfielder can score goals, can score penalties. Will be on. He will. His like heat zone for where he's been will be everywhere, and you know he'll play for you until the very last second. It's James Milner. Like, you know he would be amazing at five side, wouldn't he? You just know he would. Like, just everywhere, just killing people. Um, Do you want Gareth Barry as well, mate? Gareth Barry. Liverpool, Liverpool sold Alonso for Gareth Barry. What was, and then didn't even get him. What was that about? Sorry, that's 2007 problems. Um, John Joe Shelby. Is he not John Joe Shelby. Oh, my gosh. Oh, bless him. Benitez took him to Newcastle. Oh, crazy. Hey, for every one good signing, there's always eight bad ones, right? <laughs> But yeah, James, he, like you, no one can know that he's a quality and he would just be an absolute like little um, wow. little Jack Russell, just everywhere, destroying it. And he always keeps people happy. But he's not my pick because I can't have a Liverpool player. So I'm going to go for someone that will just, wherever they are on the pitch, they can make a pass that will just create a goal like that because of their vision and their skill. Um, so it's Fabregas. Kevin De Bruyne. Oh. Yeah, okay. He just would. Like, he could get the keeper. Alisson could roll it out to him two yards from the goal. He'll look up and he'll pick a perfect pass that will somehow, like, curve 17 different ways and just land at a striker's foot. Um, it's frustrating that he plays for Man City. Yeah. 
Yeah. All right, round two of midfield then. Luke, who's your second pick? So I've got two strikers. Um, first one's going to be Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. Um, Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, falling over my words there. Um, he's, um, he's just been unbelievable, I think, in the Premier League. And he's scoring, um, he's scoring as many goals as any other striker in the league, despite playing in a team that has a bang average midfield. Um, so yeah, I think he's just been exceptional for Arsenal. He's a world class player, and um, like I don't know what will happen to him this summer, but um, you know if he doesn't want to play for Arsenal, he can come to me and play on my five side team. I'll snap him up. Yeah, look, I, hey, I'm not, I'm not. I don't think either of us argue he's not a bad striker, is he, Nick? He's a good striker. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he's a good pick. Okay, Nick. Um, who's your second midfield pick? Now I'm gonna go for a for a young player. Um, who's playing in the German Bundesliga? I'm going to go for a player um, from Dortmund called Erling Brat Halland. Yep. So I don't know if you've seen Halland recently. Yeah, he's just moved across from um, Red Bull Leipzig. Yeah, yep. Um, he is just banging goals in. Um, he, yeah, he's doing really, really well. And I think did he um, score a hat trick on his debut? He scored a hat trick on his debut. Um, and. Um, yeah, and um, so I would pick Halland. Um, I think he's a um, fantastic player, um, and he's a big player as well. He's over six foot, so he'll hold the ball up. Um, and um, yeah, I think on a five-a-side pitch, he's going to be one that you'd want. Um, yeah. what, what about you, Matt? Um, Next midfielder. So obviously, in in Kevin, I've gone for someone who's quite creative, quite interesting, can pick those passes. Um, so for my second midfielder, I've gone for someone who who you just know can control a game, can calm it down, can slow it down when it's needed. Um, just bring a bit of, like, sensible head. Like This is, this is like captain material. Um, and um, plays for PSG. When he doesn't play for PSG, they're a totally different team. Um, it's like when Fernandino doesn't play for Man City. You can just tell they're weaker. Um, so I'm going for Marco Verratti. Good choice. PSG. He's just solid, isn't he? Um, and he just he just calms it down. He, he he controls the game. He enables them to just like sort of re reset when things are a bit like maybe a little bit wobbly. Um, he's almost like the he's the defender that PSG need, but he's in midfield. Um, yeah, great player, great player. Mm. I think I think that there's there's players maybe that I would pick ahead of him. Um, like probably Fernandinho is one of them, particularly next to Kevin De Bruyne. But obviously, I can only have one Man City player. So sure. yeah, he's quality. He is absolute quality. All right. Luke, um, let's go to you for your striker then. Um, who's who's in the in the lineup for you? Uh, Aguero is my other striker, quality player, and the fact that he scored and been like in the top, not not necessarily the top goal scorer, but the like in the top like three or four goal scorers every season for like eight years and scored so many crucial goals for Man City. He's got to be in there for me. World class player. Nice, yeah. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Ibrahimovic, which is maybe a bit of a controversial because he's a bit old. An- I say another semi-retired player. <laughs> You're playing in the over fifties league. <laughs> um, again, but with five aside, you want experience. It's not yeah. always about um about the youngest, fittest player. You want players with experience. Again, he's gonna hold the ball up. He's gonna bully people off the ball in five aside. Imagine yeah. playing against him at five aside. You won't go near him. He scores a lot of goals. From balls that come over the top, though, don't they? Like when he chests them down, heads them, and stuff. He's he's not going to score those goals. 
Yeah, but I think the creative side of his game as well, just banging volleys in, yeah. um, chesting the ball down. Um, yeah, very skillful player. So Ibrahimovic is my pick. Um, right. Matt, up top. So again, I've I, in my mind, I've gone for a small pitch, right? So it's it's we're not we don't need a striker that's gonna sprint a thousand yards, right? We don't need we don't need pace necessarily. You've gone for we Ronaldo, need, uh, like, no, the not, old one, the, the old Ronaldo. One. <laughs> no, so I've gone for like as a, as a, as a lone striker, you want someone who who's got the skill, right? Like you said, a bit of flair. Someone who, if the ball comes to their feet, they can just do some magic that keeps it there and either just dazzles the defender or holds it enough to pass it across to your midfield as they come. And I know he's injured at the moment, so I'm thinking like pre-injury, um, but um, you, we can't deny that Suarez is a player that, that may bite the defender to get rid of him, <laughs> but when the ball's at his feet, it's crazy what he does with that ball. It always, he's, and he's been at that level for the last eight years. Like, he's not dipped in form. He, at Liverpool... I mean, look, think about this. In two thousand, I think it was twelve or thirteen, he scored. Um, he scored over twenty goals, and he made his assists meant that St- Daniel Sturridge scored more than twenty goals. <laughs> That's how good he is. <laughs> That's how good he is. Um, so yes, yeah, Suarez would be my uh, okay. final pick. Great. Um. All right then. Let's talk. Um, let's talk about. Um, our own five-a-side moments. Um, Luke, have you ever played... I mean, I imagine we've all played play five-a-side. Do you want to share maybe one of your best moments on, on the five-a-side pitch? Yeah, I used to I used to love five-a-side, particularly where you had those um, games where you're in like a bit of a, a cage, like power league type thing, like the mug where you've got at Energize, where you can bounce ball off the wall and like it's a quick fast paced game I used to play for a youth team um, like most of us did when I was like 13 14 15 and um, and every summer we'd go to a five a side tournament and get into groups or into like three five a side teams and um, and we got through to the semi-final of um, of this uh, of this tournament and there was like a massive bit of refereeing contra- controversy now I'm not saying I'm condoning this behaviour at all but I scored and it clearly crossed the line, but the keeper sort of swept out. The ref just looked like he was sort of unsure and looked like he'd signalled for a goal. We're all celebrating. The other team were like, oh, gutted, like we've like conceded. But then one of them just gets the ball and then scores in our goal. And then the ref was like, oh, yeah, that's a goal for their team. And we were like, what? Like, oh, no, I don't think it crossed the line. And then we were like, are you joking? Like, it clearly crossed the line. And even their manager was like head in his like head in his hands, being like a bit embarrassed, but clearly didn't want to say anything because it would put his team at a disadvantage. And it was like ten minutes of arguing with the ref. There was a fan who said they he'd caught the footage on his phone, and then he was like, "Oh no, I deleted it um, because it was a fan of the other team, and the ball, it would have shown that the ball crossed the line." And it went all the way to the tournament officials who were like. Okay, you know what? We're going to give you 10 minutes. We're going to forget everything that just happened. You're going to play the last 10 minutes of that game. You're still at 0 0. Um, and, um, and I scored the winning goal with two minutes to go, right from the right wing, and smashed it into the bottom left corner, right across the pitch. Um, and, um, and by this time, the game had got so much attention that fans from both teams um, and all the other teams, like. Um, 
the teams that they had entered were all crowded around the pitch watching it. So all of my teammates were like, yes, come on. And um, yeah, that was quite a good moment. I'm not saying I condone everything that led up to it, but that was a happy moment for us and we won the tournament. Wow. Yeah, that seems like a good moment, that. Very good, um, yeah. Scoring the winner after so much controversy. Yeah, good job. Um, Matt, have you ever had any good moments on the five-star pitch? Yeah, so um, just because of the different things I did with sport, um, I wasn't allowed to do five-a-side from sort of the age of sort of 12, 11 or 12 up, just because I was playing for certain teams and doing athletics now, which meant I wasn't allowed to. But I do remember playing in like a under 10s or 11s game when I was in primary school where they did it whereas if when if and I don't, I don't know if they still do this but when like I think it was either a semi-final or it might have even been a final I can't remember um, where it got to the full time and it was nil-nil so it went into extra time um, and the way they did it for extra time is every um, I think it was every minute or every two minutes you lost a player <laughs> Like survival on yeah, FIFA. Like, like, yeah, totally. It was exactly like survival on FIFA. And um, I um, I think I was playing centre mid, because uh, it's five sides, you, your positions are a little bit whatever, aren't they? Um, and I, I was kind of a little bit of an every, every man back then. I could play anywhere, really. Um, and so it went all the, th- all the way through, and it actually got down um, to 2v2, and, it was, uh, and the, it was your keeper and one player. And... Um, and it, the idea was that, it, that that then went on for like five minutes. Um, and I just remember the ball being passed around loads and it just being really slow and really boring. But obviously, but then um, we, I think maybe I, probably I had a shot, my keeper had a shot or whatever, and it, and it just didn't go anywhere. Um, so like keepers like sprinted back to make sure they don't try and like lob him. Um, uh, the keeper has not done that. Their, their keeper has dribbled it out. He's gone for the dribble. He's passed it to his teammate. They've passed it back. Now, they're both in our half. Um, I've made the tackle, but what I've done is I've managed to... I, I, you know how much I love slide sliding, right? Because um, I just love a, good, I love a good tackle. I'm a proper British person. I love, <laughs> a, I love a good tackle. I've gone in for a slide tackle. I've slid, I've slid into him. Absolutely murdered him. Like, it was, it was a fair tackle, but, like... This guy is on the floor, he's like 10, and he's crying his eyes out. <laughs> Ref's not blown. So I've, I've rather than shooting, because the, 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 their keeper is now in that, is in what my keeper was just, about, was just doing, in that mad scramble of, oh, I need to get back right now. So rather than shooting, I have gone to pass it to my keeper. But rather than pass it, I've flicked it up in the air. Um, I don't know why I did that. I don't know if I did it on purpose. Uh, it may have been a complete accident, but that's what happened. You know, when you just like sort of dink it in and it just pops up. Yeah. And I don't, again, I don't know why, but the keeper didn't think about controlling it or dribbling it forward and maybe taking it past the keeper. He just walloped it. Absolutely walloped it. Now, I mean, like, this is a five side piece, but it was relatively big. But I mean, with nine, ten year olds, so when I say wallop, I don't mean like it's going out of the park. He's absolutely walloped it and it's just flown like towards their goal slow motion keepers nowhere near it. he's not got back enough it's going it's going it's coming down i'm there like ready to scream they're they're midfielders on the floor crying because he's hurt and um kept going kept going and it just went about 10 yards too far what <laughs> are you gonna say it went in <laughs> it and you won the game no it went to penalties in the end and i don't know I, i'm and everyone was brought back for penalties 
So I, in my head, I'm like, why don't we just do penalties? <laughs> okay. Yeah, but that's that's. I just remember it being like, this is the best moment, and then it just didn't go in anywhere near. And then he, the referee blew his whistle. I think he was just done. I think he knew that midfielder was like finished yeah. from my tackle. Um, but yeah, no, I was I was never really allowed to do. Um, I was never really allowed to do five side, so I never really got into it that much, just because of the stuff I was doing. What about you, Nick? Any five side stories? Yeah, I mean, I used to play when I was in sixth form. And um, on a Monday night, we used to get like a few of us together. Um, and uh, I remember one game we were being bullied. I was being bullied by this defender so much. So I used to play up front when he when he used to play on five a side because I just used to hold the ball up and lay it off to other people so they so they could score. Um, I didn't ever used to score much. Um, and um, I was being bullied by this defender the whole time. He was just in my back all the time, chipping at my ankles. I was getting really fed up of it. And um, I I was with my back to goal in the box. Um, big balls come over from a defender, and I felt like I felt this defender in my back. So I'm leaning into him again, and he's like tripped my ankle. And like as the balls come into my feet, he's kind of really like ploughed into me. So I've gone over um, like completely legitimately, um, and um, but then like made a made a scream as well. The refs the refs given a penalty. And then that that ended up being the 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 goal that won us the league. Oh, nice. Um, so um, yeah, I felt quite happy winning that penalty. Um, another moment is where I, where I ran from defence when we were having a corner, and I ran and I screamed for the ball, and I the my teammate passed me the ball from the corner, and I just banged it in the bottom corner. Um, so I've run the entire length of the pitch and scored, um, which was which was pretty good. That was my first goal, five side. Very good. Um, but yeah, fifth and last because then you went in. As a keeper, right? Yeah. Slowly just moved further back. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Hey, well, that concludes today's episode. Thanks so much for listening. Next week, we're going to be chatting about our best youth football moments and the most overrated players that we can think of. So have a great week. Stay safe and we'll see you next Monday. Bye. Bye.